What is up, you sexy bastards? It's your boy, Berkeley, a.k.a. Rabbi Cantlose, a.k.a. Noah Kagan. I graduated from UC Berkeley in 2004, so yes, I'm a dinosaur, and 16 years later, I've tried a lot of different businesses and made a ton of mistakes. I started out in a boring cubicle job at Intel. I was number 30 at Facebook.com, employee number four at Mint, and then I've started 24 other businesses, which only really one of them have worked out, which is AppSumo.com. In this episode, I'm going to share the 10 biggest decisions that have impacted my career to help you on your own professional journey. Here are at least three things you're going to learn. Number one, why I recommend you work in different verticals throughout your career. Number two, five benefits you will get from documenting your journey online. And number three, the one thing I regret not doing early in my career. Ooh, what is it? Enjoy those three things, plus a bunch more ear nuggets along the way. One thing before we dive in, this is a style of episode that I don't normally release on the podcast, but I wanted to give you a taste of what is going on over on my YouTube channel. If you want more episodes where I'm giving career advice, business and marketing tips, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel where I release three gorgeous videos every single week. That's at youtube.com slash okdork, or you can just type in Noah Kagan in the YouTube search bar. Also, if you've been thinking about starting a newsletter, use sendfox.com. If you have no business ideas, if you've been wanting to build a community, or just improve your writing, a free newsletter is literally the best thing I can recommend. We built this because we wanted something better. You can use it yourself for free at sendfox.com. Also, a special pre-show shout out to listener Opie Idris from Australia. Hey, mate. He left a review saying, admittedly, the only business podcast I know with tacos, but nevertheless, the awesomeness of the show cannot be understated. Thank you, Opie. You're the man. All right, and I love every other single one of you. If you leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere online, I check every single one of them, and I will call you out in a future episode. Each of us have 10 moments in our lives that change everything. So number one, work in different verticals. So my career has taken me from working at Facebook and social networking to Mint with personal finance to today I help run AppSumo.com, which is the number one site online for software deals and a content creator on YouTube. So what's been really amazing about that is two things for you. Number one, I've got to meet amazing people like the audience I've got to meet, the other content creators that I meet, software creators, personal finance. It's amazing to meet so many different people doing so many different things. The other thing that's a really great advantage about trying out different verticals, maybe it's Shopify with e-commerce, whatever that is, is that you can take something from one area like consulting and bring it over to e-commerce or from e-commerce to games, as well as it helps you figure out what you don't like working on and what areas you actually do like working on. Number two, geography matters a lot more than you think. I call the Bay Area hard and Austin soft. So I grew up in the Bay Area about two miles from Apple's campus in Cupertino, California. And when you are growing up in the Bay Area, everyone's in tech, everyone's in startups, and everyone is expected to be a millionaire and change the world. And so things are shifting about where this is happening with Corona and remote work and all those things. But what's actually more important is two things. One, are you playing in the minor leagues or are you playing in the major leagues? And there's a difference. Like when those minor league people, not many of them actually make it to the major leagues. And the thing that you have to really think about, whether offline or online, is who are you working with? Who are you surrounding with? What is the level of expectation for yourself? Is it to be the best? Is it to be like, oh, yeah, you didn't want to do that today. You wanted to give up. That's okay. Or is it like, no, we are going to connect the world, which is what Zuck said when I was working at Facebook. So you might have to move geographically. If you're still stuck in remote work, at least online or the companies that you want to be a part of, what's the level of expectation in that company? And you are the one that can make that choice where you're going to be. By the way, don't have any regrets about what you're having in business. They are all leading you to a better place as long as you're paying attention and you're self-aware. Number three, learn outside of your core skill set. So if you're a developer, maybe go learn piano or sewing. Or one of the things for me is that I really love chess and lately I've been learning to fly. 
And what's been amazing about that is that I can then take these lessons in preparedness, which I have to do for flying, otherwise I die, and think about how can I apply that more to my content creation? How do we apply that more to AppSumo? And so with AppSumo, another business example is that I was looking at women's magazines and women's websites, and I was exploring those types of other skill sets and other industries, and I saw that they were doing giveaways. And we actually said, oh, why don't we do a giveaway for AppSumo? And only because I was looking outside of our core skill set and outside of the areas that we normally focus on, were we able to bring that inside. So what I'm trying to tell you, go learn something new and go pay attention to other industries besides the one that you spend your whole time in. Number four, document your learning. So I've been blogging on okdork.com since 2000. Yes, I used to have hair and I am a dinosaur of the internet. But the beauty of doing my documentation online is it helps me learn better. Secondly, I've actually been able to meet amazing people just like you. Three, when you actually start building your brand, putting out your learnings, you might actually create your own jobs or your own business, surprisingly, from that. And the fourth part is you actually get to see how you've grown through this process. You're like, oh, wow, that's how I used to think, and here's how my thinking is evolving. Number five, go after the biggest failures. This is where you're going to get the biggest learning and the biggest growth for yourself. So I've done a thing called rewardlevel.com, which is too complicated. I don't even want to explain it to you. I've done Bettercade, as well as you can go look at one of my videos. It's 24 business ideas I've done, and most of them didn't work. But the thing I really want to encourage you on is don't punish yourself for failure. Reward yourself that you've tried something and you did something and it didn't work out. You should actually be getting to that place because when you're getting to that place of uncertainty and part of failure, that is where you're growing and that is actually where you're learning something new. So make that actually something you're going towards, not something you're going away. Uh, and in my career, there's been almost everything has not worked. And guess what? You only need one hit to get a really successful business. You only need one relationship to find your partner for life. So you got to keep going after it and encourage yourself to push to new things. As well, it's important to push yourself physically to failure because guess what? When you can do it physically and train yourself like, all right, let me get to that failure. Let me fail something. When you're actually trying to do it on the mental side, you're like, oh, I'm already pretty skilled at this. Number six, find someone who's walked the path that you want to follow and do whatever it takes for you to be around them. So I never found this person and I'm still looking for my daddy. No, what I'm saying here is that my boss at Facebook got fired the day I was there. Everyone I met was around the same age. And then since then, I've been running my own startups or own businesses. And it's actually never too late to start. So it's something I'm actively saying, well, who's an eight-figure person? Who's got the family I want? Or who's got the business at a nine-figure that I can actually go learn from? Whatever size that you're at. So we all think we're unique. We're all like, oh, I'm the most unique. And yes, you are. You're a snowflake. So you can save yourself a bunch of time. So as much as you're unique, the beauty of following someone else is you can be like, wow, they've already done these things. They're going to make these mistakes that I'm going to make. Now I don't have to make them. The other part about finding a mentor or for finding someone that's walked the path you want is that you can see if you actually want to follow that path. And maybe you don't, or maybe you can say, I don't like this part, but I like this part. The last thing that's really critical about finding someone who's walked the path and getting, doing whatever it takes to be around them is you got to make it great for them. If you go follow them or you go work for them and they don't care about you or they're not actually coaching you or guiding you or you're not able to see what they're actually doing, it's not going to help. So you really have to do the what's in it for them uh, to make it valuable so that they are excited to guide you on your career. Number seven, figure out what you are an expert and figure out what you are going to be number one in the world in and surround yourself with complimentary people and notice whatever you're weak in, be okay with that. So I have a confession to you. My superpower is igniting and marketing. Consistency, sticking with things, it gets boring to me. Life gets boring doing that. But that's not a bad thing, which I'm still working through because I have regret and guilt around that. But the point I'm trying to make is find your superpower. Find it to be drawing. Find it to be starting. Find it to be ads. Find it to be whatever. And go 10x down on that and surround yourself or hire people to complement your weaknesses. And that is something that when I was in my 20s, I think I was just really struggling and fighting to go both ways. Instead, just keep going forward with one thing and find other people who can go forward on the parts that you're not great at. 
Again, don't feel guilty what you're not great at and surround yourself with people who can really help you out. Number eight, chase opportunities, but slow down for success. I'm gonna say that again because I think it's so important. Chase opportunities, but slow down for success. So in my 20s, I just chased to get a, become a millionaire. And the problem with chasing to become a millionaire, I did it with Facebook games. I did it with payments for Facebook games. I hated all of that. It was about three to four years of working on stuff that I really didn't care for. I ended up making a few hundred thousand dollars, which is, it sounds nice, but it's also a few years of my life that I really wasn't finding fulfilling. And the point being there is that when you find the thing that works, slow down and enjoy that. But in your 20s, go try a bunch of things out. It's okay if you're trying out just to get money. The thing that I found why I don't like chasing just opportunities, and I actually like focusing on the success, is that when an opportunity has struggles, like we got sued by our largest competitor and banned by Facebook in the same day, I was happy. Why? Because I didn't really want to be doing that. And so I want you to, it's okay to go chase opportunities and hey, there's a new thing, TikTok or whatever the f it is today. Go try those out. But when you find something that finally gives you success and finally gives you some satisfaction, really stick with that and enjoy that. How do you find that for yourself? Number one, go look on your phone, go look on your computer, go look on the web and see which companies or outside your door, which companies are you using and loving actively and figure out how do you get a job at those places. It's really easy to give up when it's something that you don't care about. And so that's why I'm trying to help you encourage sometimes chase opportunities, but really find the things that, that give you satisfaction and stick with those. As well as if you're chasing opportunities, one of the benefits of that, sometimes you actually just get to learn a few things. So that's why I don't discourage like affiliate marketing and drop shipping and some of these easy money tactics. But the real thing is that those easy money come easy, they do go easy. Number nine, learn for the next step and keep leveling up. And so what I'm saying by that is that every step in my career has been, am I going upwards? Am I going sideways? Am I going downwards? And think about that for yourself. In my own career, it was like, all right, I did these payments for Facebook games and I hated doing payments and I noticed people liked marketing. And I was like, oh, okay, I like marketing. What else do I like? Well, I like deals. All right, what else do I like? I like software tools to run businesses and start companies. So it's like I'm progressing along the way. And then even coming and doing YouTube content, I was like, man, I love sharing the things we're learning at AppSumo.com and what I've learned in my own career and my experiments that we're doing today. So it's like, okay, let me keep taking the lessons and keep leveling up and keep learning. And so how is your career the next step up in your ladder? Is it a paid thing? Is it a learning thing? Is it a team thing? Is it a geography thing? Is it a lifestyle thing? And so be intentional that you are leveling up as you are progressing in your career. Number 10, what's super critical in your own career is become a hub in your area, online, whatever it is, and two, spend at least one hour a week, if not just one time a week, going and helping someone else out, and that will help you in your own career. And so here are people I highly recommend to follow on Twitter for your career journey that I'm really impressed with their own careers, and I think you can learn a lot from just watching them. Number one, check me out, at Noah Kagan on Twitter or on Instagram. Check out Sahil, that's at SHL, who's the founder of Gumroad.com. Really interesting career, started a young kid at Pinterest to building his own company, to have investors, to buying them out, and all this different stuff. Uh, number two is my good buddy, Andrew Chen, who is an A16Z partner. He is at Andrew Chen on Twitter. He was a child prodigy from Washington to start his own business, to working different companies, starting his own startup, you know, Uber. And now he's a partner at the number one firm, or I believe one of the number one firms in the world. Number three, my buddy, Brian Balfour from Reforge.com. He is at B Balfour. So Brian is a marketer similar to myself, who's had a really interesting career. And now he teaches people uh, advanced skills that are very practical in the tech field. Uh, number four is Lenny Rachinsky. Uh, he teaches growth and product. I've really enjoyed his material. It's Lenny San on Twitter. Go follow him. Number five, Ryan Hoover. Ryan Hoover, I remember commenting on my blog, okdork.com back in the day. I'm like, who is this kid? And he has gone on to do some amazing things with ProductTown.com. He is RR Hoover on Twitter. Uh, last two people is Keith Raboy. I love Keith Raboy. It's at R-A-B-O-I-S. Uh, he worked at PayPal. He worked on Slide. He worked on Stri uh, Stripe. 
know, square. The guy's just involved in a lot of things, and I really love his opinions, and I've been trying to get him on the show. Keith, I'm coming for you, dog. I'm coming for you. And last is Toby from Shopify, at T-O-B-I. I think it's really amazing when you are in Ottawa, which is not a major tech hub, and you've been able to build a major tech business impacting the entire world. And Toby's got a really interesting information that I appreciate. I'm glad he's sharing it out there. Uh, the underdog of the week. And by the way, if you want to be featured in one of my upcoming shows, leave a comment somewhere below about the results that you've taken from watching some of our content, or maybe it's a deal from AppSumo.com and how we change your lives. And I will call you out in a future show. Uh, the underdog of this week is RJ Youngling. And so this guy watches some of our content and takes notes and starts selling them and starts getting consulting clients. And it's really phenomenal to see who is stepping up and who is sitting on the sidelines. And you can decide for yourself where you want to be. So big shout out uh, to RJ. Peace, love, and I'll see you out there. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you took away a thing or two to apply in your own career. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want more juicy content just like this special episode at youtube.com slash okdork. Next, text a friend you love them. Hey, amigo, let's start documenting our journey online. Before you go, make sure you don't email me. But yes, you can tweet me at Noah Kagan. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about the episode or feedback on how to make it better for the future. Also, remember to go subscribe to my email list. Come on now, fool. You know what to do. Uh, it's sendfox.com slash Noah. I put a lot of amazing stuff in there. Seriously, if you're not on it yet, I don't know what you're doing here. Sendfox.com slash Noah. Also, if you're an entrepreneur or a entrepreneur, you have to be on AppSumo.com. It is the number one site online for software deals. I recommend the products that we have, the prices we have, and the community we have, the Sumolings out there. Go check it out. AppSumo.com to start or grow your online business. Final eight. Special shout out to my amazing team, Jason at podcasttech.com for doing these episodes. Thank you to David, Mitchell, Jeremy, Michael, and Jen from the Dork Team for all of the magic you guys are doing on a weekly basis. And a final big papa shout out to my buddy, Eamon Alabdullah, who runs AppSuma.com. And he got the job by making a very damn cool video. And the guy is just, uh, it's so amazing to see him grow. I'm so proud of you. And I'm looking forward to the next 100 years. Have a lovely day. What's your favorite yoga pose?